We're late. We're, we're streaming. Late. We're late for an appointment date. We're <laughs> actually we're right on time. Two thirty. That's got to be one of the more famous rabbits. I mean, not top tier. Got to be a B lister though. Definitely. It's not your Bugs Bunny. It's not your. Um, he's right there Roger with Velveteen Rabbit. Rabbit. I feel like yeah. he's right there with the Velveteen. Yeah, definitely the B list of rabbits. You know, the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, he got a um, that Jefferson Airplane or Jeff. Yeah, Jefferson Airplane the song. One. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Although that's more of a overall Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland theme, yeah. yeah. Also been in like three or four major motion pictures at this point. That's true. Yeah. And has been relevant to multiple generations now. High mystery. It's time for a high mystery haiku. (laughs) A man went missing. I know where you can find him, but no, you can't go. And that was a high mystery haiku. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I forgot he's snapping. It's like a poem. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know what you do for a Japanese haiku, though. Uh, I guess a bow. Just a, 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 a little, a little, a nod bow, if you will. Okay, a, right. a seated bow. <laughs> Just a semi nod of an, yeah, of yeah, approval. like an acknowledgement yes. of the haiku. I heard it, and yes. then we <laughs> dig out a small patch of earth, fill it with water, and install a few koi fish. Right? Yeah, yeah. That is, the, if it's a really good haiku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We trim a bonsai tree and <laughs> we admire it. I hope to God these are all Japanese things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> Uh, so this is High Mystery. Hey! It's a podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about mysteries. Uh, yeah, the mystery not being if koi fish and bonsai trees are <laughs> I just Japanese. got distracted by that. <laughs> I was on board for that. Yeah, sure. I was ready to ride that ride. My name is Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And we are still in the coronavirus times, so we yeah. will not be passing around blunts. Instead, we are smoking personals. Today, I have packed a pineapple paradise high hemp wrap with some King Louis the 13th. It's got 20.79% THC, 0.05% CBD, a total cannabinoids of 24.32%. Beep boop, pop beep boop. I gotta say, it's getting harder and harder for me to keep track of the strains because I'm getting into this where I buy all my weed and grind it up that day and mm-hmm. throw the jars away that day just because then I have a bunch of trash there and just getting rid of it. Yeah, no, it's, I get it. And this last time, I actually bought five different strains of yeah. weed. So it's just getting harder and harder to That's the real mystery. All. What is in this blunt? Yeah. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> I know that there is at least some enhanced Wi Fi which I'm pretty sure is a hybrid. Uh, there's also some high garden key lime, which is I like sativa. That key lime. I got some of that. Uh, and there's the cypress cannabis um, 
sour kosher, I think. I, I, I'm i going to do better next week. I do remember Sorry. kosher being in the names of things you've bought. Yes. <laughs> Blessed by a rabbi, we all yes. Yeah, absolutely. Circumcised yeah, at birth. That's what I remember. I basically, I go on the list now because you can look online at the website and see the prices, which is new to weed legalization. Yeah. Used to be you had to actually call to get the prices on the menu items. Or they would just give you a range. They're like, oh, we have exactly. prices that range from this to this. It's yeah. Like, that's not helpful to me in my yeah. wallet. <laughs> what I really like is a cap. What's your cap? Yeah. <laughs> you got a $30 cap. That's great. But uh, I feel like that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Agreed. Cap. No, yeah. Those were the Wild West days. <laughs> but now in the new era, I'm looking online and I just select string type and I only look at their hybrids and their sativas. Nice. And that makes it really easy because then I can just go by the price point and check it out. But yeah, I've got those in high hemp wraps. It's a hydro lemonade wrap. Mm. So yeah, I like these. They have like kind of a tea flavor almost. Okay. I think that gives that's like the lemonade coming through. Mm. So yeah, nice. Yep. Um, I rolled a blunt. It's in a twisted hemp wrap, of course. <laughs> uh, this is the blue raspberry. Okay. okay. And I have that key lime that you were talking about in there, which is um, 1880%. And then I also have some of that. 1880%? Thunst- Does that yeah. mean like. <laughs> like 18.8%. It's, it's not from 140 years ago then? Uh, this particular uh, batch is. It's a very. Oh, okay. Uh, kept it around. <laughs> kept it preserved. Age for potency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, if you got something good, you got to just keep rocking it. Um, and then there's also Sunset Sherbert, which is a hybrid, and that's at uh, 18 as well. Speaking of aging weed, do we still have that bucket of weed? Yeah. Okay, we still got that? Yeah, we still have three pounds of weed in the house. Honestly, like, we haven't... It, <laughs> we're saying this out loud. It's going to be gone so soon. Yeah, yeah. We honestly have an illegal amount of weed in the house. <laughs> There's I don't more... even know if you could call it weed, though. You have... Uh, it is weed. I mean, it, it, I know it is it weed. It was weed. Is it smokable <laughs> weed? I don't know. I'll it tell could you definitely what. be edible making weed or concentrate making weed. <laughs> there are two pounds of it that are definitely dirty that I would not smoke. There's a pound of it, however, that back in the day, I would have been like, mmm, 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 mmm. let me pack that into blunts all day. Keyword, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Not in times. California it's, times. It's not up to legal times. And even when I wasn't desperate, like still back in the day when I was smoking cron and stuff, like we would still get our quarter of 25 it was $25 for a quarter, and it was that press stuff, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of just dirt, basically. I've tried. I've tried to smoke it. It gives me kind of like a headache, and then I'm not stoned, and then I'm like, well, I guess the act of smoking it was enjoyable for a second. You've been uh, privileged to have that California vibe your whole life. That is true. Yeah. Not only the California vibe, but the I started smoking... Late in the game. Not necessarily late in the game, but my first smoking officially back in the game was through medical like mm. i got my medical license before i even started smoking weed again got i don't you. know if i should say why but <laughs> i mean it's up to you how much you share with our guests <laughs> you, put, listeners. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, are you, smart you, you might want to wait wait for the page rather you can get to see you you know why i had my medical license before i smoked weed and then <laughs> i started smoking weed it was glorious sweet sweet 
I don't know what he's talking about. I assume it's... No, you don't assume. You just continue right along. All right. Ride this surfboard. (laughs) All right. So today I brought in the mystery. We should smark up first yeah, before we do it. I was gonna, gonna do that. that well, well, yeah, yeah. we should we should uh, salute, <laughs> salute, salute us. Salute. Ding. Yeah. Ding. All right. If you haven't lit up something, if you haven't eaten an edible, now's the time. Get stoned with us as we take you on this adventure. Of Rob's mystery. This is the disappearance of John Chow. John Chow. John Chow. John Chow. Is he Japanese? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to write a haiku? Uh, yeah. All right. Haikus are, uh, well, I don't want to say they're simple. But they aren't hard, you know. Yeah. I mean, no <laughs> to make a is make a good one. But to make a good yeah, one, yeah, yeah, exactly. You so know, I, <laughs> I can definitely live up to the five seven five on the syllabus. I think like a really nice way to put it is they're very accessible. <laughs> you know, anyone can do it. Anyone can be a poet. Well, I feel like <laughs> anybody could rhyme, but coming up with a clever rhyme or something. Yeah, like a limerick or something. Right. Sure. 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 <laughs> so, so John Chow's missing. John Allen Chow was a 26-year-old American Christian missionary. Okay. In November 2018, when he embarked on an expedition to North Sentinel Island, a place in which he believed to be Satan's last stronghold on Earth. Oh, this is Bobby's deals with the devil, part six. Oh my goodness, <laughs> no, no, part no, mystery. No. No, when no, you're no. going right along, you're <laughs> sailing to an island, and you're looking out for your best friend, Kyle, and you're thinking about all the kind of stuff that you should have done in your life before, maybe it's time to make a little deal on Bobby's Deals with the Devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, before we get into Johnny Chow's not-so-mysterious disappearance. Okay, well, I would already have questions. Sure, sure, sure. He's sure, sailing sure. to an island? Sailing to an island. Talk to me about this island. Right. What Where? do we know about this Where? island? Why? Is, How? is there I'm... a mountain with a cave that's shaped like a skull? So glad you asked about that because that's essentially what this mystery is. Oh, the mystery of the island of itself. Of the island itself. Is, is it like a moving island? <laughs> Does it move through time and space? Does like... it have a polar bear on it and a smoke <laughs> monster? Is it Does it have a hatch? <laughs> I find your tone to be of the greatest show that has ever been on television. On ABC. Gosh. Now, before we get into Johnny Chow's not-so-mysterious disappearance, yes. let's talk a bit about North Sentinel Island. Right? Yes. The island is one of the Andaman Islands in the Bay of Bengal. The island is roughly 23 square miles and is entirely covered in forest with the exception of the shore. It is surrounded by coral coral reefs preventing any natural harbors. Okay, so the Bay of Bengal, is that like off the coast of India? I don't know where that is. It's pretty far away from India. It's about a thousand kilometers uh, east of India. So it's more closer to... um, Indonesia? Yeah, like the Indonesian islands. Yeah. Okay. That's in that general area. Somewhere north of Australia, east of India. Yes. 
Okay. Somewhere in there. And this is all by itself. Is it pretty remote? It's, it's not very remote. The island itself uh, is actually about 30 miles away from um, uh, Port Blair, which uh, is a well-developed city. What's the name of the island again? Uh, I mean, we'll get into all the details of the island, but it's the North Sentinel Island. Okay. But uh, let's get into a brief history of the inhabitants of this island. Oh, okay. These people who could never have a port. Right. How How did did they they get get there? there? (laughs) Jinx. Glad you got, man, it's like you guys read my mystery. Lobbing these softballs. <laughs> it is believed that North Sentinel Island was first inhabited by migrating tribes from Africa around 60,000 years ago. Damn. They are some of the first people to migrate out of Africa. So they're assuming that, like, the water level was lower at that point and there was accessible reef access? Or, or was it part of the African shelf that broke off? Or they had a boat? I think they had a boat. Whoa. Yeah, they just, all these rafts, and they managed to fucking float their way out to this island. 60,000 years 60, ago? 60,000 Doesn't that predate ago. boats? I don't know. I don't know. 60,000 years ago it's sounds a long, like a long time ago. fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> like, were there even canoes at the time? Of course. I mean, they had I mean, I feel like right? they've found, like, buoyancy things and, like, piled yeah. together. Yeah, and, that makes sense. It doesn't I mean, seem like that there's a whole lot of innovation to making a raft, I yeah. guess. I don't know. That just trips me out. The first possible documentation of the people living on the island would come from Marco Polo in the 13th century, who described the people as barbarians and cannibals. Well, of course he did. He's yes. ignorant. Yeah, it's disputed whether or not he actually came into contact with the people on the island. No one here is wearing fluffy pants. (laughs) (laughs) How's it wig in sight? (laughs) Okay. Ironically, these people will often be thought of as cannibals for centuries, and many still assume so, having absolutely no evidence to support the claim. That's how bad rumors start, man. Right? Right. One ignorant person. (laughs) Now, is this the island? I feel like there's uh, an island near India in the ocean that uh, still has people living from, like, prehistoric times that still live that way and this, are known for attacking people who come to the shores. Yeah, this is probably the island. It's not, okay. I mean, it's a thousand kilometers away from India, so it's not exactly right near India. Right. But it is... Uh, I just think... In, in the same waters, I guess. Since India is probably, like, the biggest thing nearby. India is, like, a big deal there in the Bay of Bengal. People people often... <laughs> That's uh, maybe why I associate Yeah, they often go from India to this island. Um, but okay. not maybe... It, it's not the closest port, I'll say that. Do people go to this island anymore? Or have, I'm sure people we're have tried. Get, we're getting into it. Right. We're, we're jumping the gun now on Rob. It, it's like we read the mystery and we're giving him too much information. Okay, Rob, get it out. You got it. Yeah. It wouldn't be until 1771 when a British ship surveyed the island, noting there were fires on the island, denoting inhabitants. Uh, but this uh, would be... Though this would be the first modern documentation of the Sentinelese people, it is uh, also disputed that they 
do not have the ability to make fire. Oh. oh. I mean, technically, I'm sure they just saw, like, smoke trails or whatever. Well. Or do you think they actually saw, I think like, they saw lights. Light source. Yeah, lights from the island. Um, but m- I guess by people's, um, you know, noting of the island, they, they, it doesn't look like they have the ability to make fire. Okay. There's no, like, fire pits or anything like that. Which so. is weird to me, mainly just because... I don't know if it's because movies, and I watch movies and this ingrained this idea into my head, but like when I think cannibals, I think they're cooking, you know? <laughs> yeah, that like stereotypical giant pot. Right, the giant pot, or we're going to like spit roast you over this fire, yeah. or sure, like we're just sure. going to carve pieces off you and cook it on this thing in front of you, or yeah. I don't know. I always assume there's fire with cannibalism, <laughs> except for like zombies, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got to assume there, if... If, and it's a big if, if they were cannibals, I'm sure they'd be more civil about it. Because, like, they do this for food stores, you know? I am the civilized cannibal. (laughs) Like, we need to kill one person to feed off of them for a month. And we just need to keep doing that. I don't know what the case is, but maybe they would when you have come a, of age, you like go into like the uh, the stock holding pile of like food sources. Isn't that well, like Logan's Run or something? I mean, I feel like there's a <laughs> or lot like of like Sumner or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. you've hit, you've come of age. Yeah. Now you must uh, be our food source. <laughs> there's not one way to be a cannibal. <laughs> yeah, many you know, ways. like I I imagine that the rumor has come about because. They saw outsiders and attacked in whatever way that they could. And if they're still living in, like, a Neolithic way, like, Stone Age-type way, then their response is just to attack. And so they probably, yeah, you know, white, ignorant people were like, oh, they're trying to eat us! You know? That might be the case, yeah. Or they just... People often will fear what they don't know you know so they just assume the worst that's what i'm thinking it's mostly a case of but who's to say well the island disappears from recorded history until 1867 when the indian merchant ship nineveh crashed on the shore of the island along with 106 of its passengers after a couple of days marooned on the shores the passengers were soon attacked by the natives on the island who attacked the passengers with iron-tipped spears and arrows. The passengers... So def- they, they have to have fire. Like, right. they're forging iron at that point. Well, iron tips. Iron, yeah, it's like... I don't I don't know. I don't know what how they're forging it. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Tristan's right. Like You can't just take iron <laughs> ore and, like, yeah. make it into a tip. Like, yeah. you gotta, like, melt it down and... And it's not like they're gonna hit iron with a rock until it shapes into a... You know, arrowhead. But I also kind of wonder if they're just saying iron tips and they're actually just some form of hard rock. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different things that I feel like people have mounted on the end of spears and arrows. Maybe it's just a misnomer. These people are 1880s. We're talking about, right? And I mean, maybe obsidian or even like bone or something. That's what I was thinking. Maybe like shark bones or, or some kind of nautical coral. End or <laughs> I don't know what it Roll is, is but sharp AF man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the passengers defended themselves by throwing sticks and stones at the natives. They didn't have guns, but you was when that hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have guns. 
Uh, not these. These were just on a merchant ship. They didn't like. Oh, okay. They weren't packing heat, I guess. Oh, I still think you'd have a few cannons and a few guns for pirate fending off, but maybe not. I guess right. the waters might be really friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the surviving passengers, along with the captain, were eventually picked up by the island uh, from the island by a rescue party. In 1880, an expedition led by Maurice Vidal Portman was conducted. Portman took with him natives from surrounding islands in an effort to establish communications with the peoples of the island. He was led deep into the forest where he found a network of pathways and several small abandoned villages. After several, after several days traipsing through the forest, they stumbled upon an elderly couple with their four <coughs> children. However, they were unable to communicate with each other because the Sentinelese people had been so long removed from the neighboring tribes that neither one of the people could understand one another. I, okay. Yeah, he, so he gave me a lot of information, but I also like an earthquake happened a minute ago, right? Is that what that was? That's what I thought I felt. Uh, oh, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> Tristan well, and I looked at each other after it happened. I'm pretty sure there was a little earthquake because I was just sitting here like vibrating a little bit, and then <laughs> I got way too much information. <laughs> sure. What happened? Hold on. Oh, yeah, I got. Wait, Tristan's got something. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. So this boat that was stranded there they're getting attacked another boat just happens along and then they're like they still had some type of radio communication i'm sure with radio Wait, this 1880s is 1880s i don't know they might have had something nothing a electronic fucking flare i don't know <laughs> they, they got picked up by a rescue boat just, and so they just like swam out to the boat they're like Fuck this was this was a couple of days they were marooned on this island so yeah, somebody must have been searching and okay. like, hey, let's check this out. Oh, there's the boat. I don't know. Whatever the case. But weren't they being attacked by? Yeah, they were. And then not they... right away, though. It took some not time yet. before they showed up. And... Yeah. Right. But I'm saying so they're getting attacked and then the boats show up. So yeah. like the boats are also like, yeah, dude, these guys were getting attacked by these savages. And we were like... Come yeah. swim out to the boat and we save them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. 100%. And then another couple go to this island. So, yeah. And now walk this, around for a while. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, this is an expedition that Maurice Vidal Portman conducted in 1880. So this he went just... with the sole purpose of surveying the island, seeing what the people know, how they live, yada, yada. Even though he knows that he's most likely going to be attacked by these people. Yeah, essentially. And but they don't. They don't even come after him. Well, he's he like, like maybe if I take them? these neighboring tribes from the islands around this island. Ah, I see. <clears throat> so he had like a uh, a translator from one of the other islands. Or a hopeful, but then once they actually came across people who were actual Sinhalese people on the island, yeah, they couldn't communicate because their languages were too far removed. But yeah. you were also saying they came across like an abandoned village or something? Yeah, they 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 came across before they met anyone. They were going through this forest for a couple of days because it's 23 square miles. Yeah. They managed to find in the deep of this forest some trails, some pathways and some abandoned huts. But no people. It wasn't for a couple more days going through this forest that they stumbled upon this elderly couple and their four children. And when they tried to communicate with each other, 
they couldn't do it. The translators couldn't figure out what each other was saying. And this elderly couple with the kids didn't immediately try to kill them like they've been reported to try to do as soon as they see, like, well, outsiders. They're, they're elderly and they're, they're children, yeah, so... They just didn't have the weapons. They weren't expecting somebody to be fucking stumbling upon them in the thick of the forest, whatever okay. the case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... They say that linguistic departure of such magnitude takes thousands of years. Uh, even among European languages like Spanish, French, and German, they were all derived from Vulg Latin over 2,000 years ago, but were still basically understandable because of the commonality of the language sharing the same root words. So even it has gone far past that, past that where they can't even like, understand. It's like completely different sounds to them. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> and so there's. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why they believe that it was like over, you know, about 60,000 years ago that they must have migrated from the same area. Hmm. And that's how they got separated in their language. Um, so he decided to kidnap the six Sentinelese. <laughs> Taking them to. <laughs> oh my God, that's not funny. It's not funny at all. That is horrible. But I like how you were just gonna like run right past. I know, like the way you delivered that. Oh my goodness. Well, they didn't try to eat us this time, so we're taking them. <laughs> He took okay. them to the modern industrial city of Port Blair, just some 30 miles away from this place. Okay. And he takes four children. Do we know their ages? Uh, no, we do not. Okay. And I guess you can't communicate with them, so how would you find out? Right. Yeah. And do we have a sex on the people that he took? Like man, women, combination? Uh, we don't. I mean, man, woman. Right, for the older couple. For the older couple. And we don't know the uh, kids genders hmm. um <coughs> why does it matter tristan why, <laughs> trying to why, why are you so worried about gendering these children trying to paint let's just say that they're children and respect them as that <laughs> how did they identify as <laughs> so um because of their unique isolation the family quickly became sick and after the mother and father died the oh, children no. were returned to the island along with some gifts. <laughs> Our bad, here's a... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, basically a little note and... that said, my bad. Which is like, <laughs> okay, imagine waking up in your home when you're like nine years old, okay? <laughs> and <laughs> just being taken away with no understanding of anything, seeing a glimpse of the world, and then just being dropped back on the island with some trinkets yeah. after the people killed your parents. I mean... Well, it, technically, they got sick. It wasn't like they were torturing them, right? No, yeah, they just got sick from their, you know, like they've never experienced ridden bodies, carbon monoxide before or something. Right, but still, look at it from the outsider's perspective. Like the people who were still on the island, they took a family, right, and brought back just the kids, right, and gifts, and gifts. That would be so creepy. Yeah, you would never accept those gifts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if? Like, yeah, as a kid, your family disappeared, and then your brothers and sisters came back, and your parents didn't, but they also had, like, an Xbox. 
Right. <laughs> or like you've never seen a pair of shoes in your life and they come like with like Reeboks on or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some Jordans. What? I said, what are those? Thanks, but I'd rather have my parents. <laughs> yeah, well, if that wasn't bad enough, Portman would make several more trips to the island before getting a hint that uh, nobody wanted his white ass there. Oh, no. <laughs> like, why are yeah. they not trying to kill this guy? I love, that, I love the idea that he's like sailing to the island. Like, this is an expedition that must be made. And there's like all these signs that are like, white man, stay out. Please stop this. Like yeah. just floating past all these things that he's just ignoring. Well, uh, he'll always be remembered as a kidnapper, murderer, and, you know, just a real jerk overall, so. <laughs> is, that, is that how he's remembered? Yeah. No one's glorifying him? I like don't that? think so. I think good. everybody well, remembers that people we're, died. We're not glorifying him. Um, a little while later, in 1896, an escaped convict from Port Blair managed to make his way to the island. Swimming? Um, managed to swim there, I guess, or something. Yeah. Made a makeshift raft. He wrote a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> Come, uh, Pipsy. <laughs> he was promptly killed by the natives, and rightfully so. Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, like... They're so good at killing these other people. How did they let this guy come to the island so many times? Well, he was an expedition force. Yeah, yeah. So he probably had, like, hired big, tough dudes, and they all probably had rifles. Yeah. They probably knew to avoid that party, you know what I mean? Whereas a defenseless escapee, that's, like, easy pickings. True. So <laughs> the island would remain untouched for another 70 years. And now we fast forward to 1967. Outreach. Yeah. While the Beatles were in India studying transcendental meditation with the Maha Rishi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another thing, Indian. Was John like, we've got to discover something out there in the ocean, man. <laughs> just, you know, just putting things into perspective. This is what was going on in India in 1967. Another Indian. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. You, just, you just put yeah, yeah. the timeline in yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah, it's just that's you know that's happening in India. And to make sure you know, <laughs> that you know he shares something in common with the Beatles. Yes, yes they both yes. do. TM. This is yeah. from, oh, now on, sure. from now on. I want every time like timestamp to come with a fact that lets me know what time. <laughs> What's know, like, going on? Exactly. Like, from now on, when you I'll tell do what me I can. I'll do what I can. 1885, I want to hear, like, this was the year Moby Dick was released. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you a good idea I'll, of the time. I'll, I'll really try. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> There's a lot more timestamps on this. Uh, I hope you bring so. us several more. <laughs> So I can make voices like this one. <laughs> Another anthropologist by the name of Triloknath Pandey wow, okay. was on an expedition to the island to study the people. On an expedition to the island to study the people. Yeah. Okay. He's like, maybe I'll get lucky. I'll be like that one guy who didn't get murdered. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> right? The odds are in my favor. Yeah, if the message wasn't clear enough, like, the people of this tribe were like, what do we have to do? Write it in the sand every day? <laughs> Just leave us alone. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> so they initially found the small abandoned villages in the middle of the forest and took some artifacts and left gifts in return. He would make a second expedition with a documentary film crew 
only to be met with a hail of spears and arrows. I think I've seen this footage. We has? <laughs> I mean, I don't have. <laughs> we don't need to see footage. We can watch it later. I can paint such a beautiful picture with my word voice. Paint it. <laughs> with my word voice. <laughs> the director of the film crew was shot in the leg, and the gifts the crew left behind, which included a pig, a doll, coconuts, and cookware, were quickly buried and never used. Yeah. The message is like, it's clear. We don't watch our shit. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, we're fine. We like the way we live. <laughs> so we're chill. Uh, you say the director got shot in the leg? Like, yeah. shot with an arrow? Yeah, he got speared or arrowed in oh. the leg. Classic. It must be arrows, right? I mean, I think they have arrows and spears. Yeah, so it's a combination. If they were getting close enough for spearing, you know, mm -hmm. that would be really close. But also, like you say, bows and arrows make me think that they have to have fire. How else would they? Because I don't know. I'm and this might be fire now, not fire then. Who knows? This might have oh, been I them finding saying. fire. I just Got like you. that. It makes me think of Ace Ventura when he's getting like speared in the leg. Yeah. He's like, oh! <laughs> it's in the oh! <laughs> <laughs> So in 1981, a cargo ship called the Primrose ran aground near the island. Oh, with a name like that. The Primrose. The passengers on board were quickly met with a hail of spears and arrows. Dude, they got spears and arrows <laughs> on lock, just standing right? like, dude, we have so many. Hailstorm every time. I love the idea that they're in behind the tree line in their own language saying something like, this is the day, my men. You will be fraught with all kinds of gifts and temptations, but you must be strong. <laughs> These are gifts from the devil. They will take your parents. Yeah, right. They, yes, they took the parents long ago and came back with only gifts. You must resist the temptations of the white man. The passengers defended themselves with axes and flare guns until a Royal Indian Navy ship rescued them. The uh, grounded cargo ship remains offshore to this day. It is largely it has largely been salvaged of its contents by both the natives and the uh, Indian government. Oh, so the natives have actually gone out to take stuff from the ship. Yeah, this ship is right on the coast. You can see it in like Google Earth. And wow, it's, it's still there, just sinking. But like, are they taking it and then burying it? Like, what are they doing with? I mean, presumably using it, right? Yeah, when, I would think so. When they buried stuff, we had the benefit of a film crew watching right. them bury it. So yeah. it might have just been that they to did send it. A in, exactly. But when it floats up to the island, that's like a gift almost. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like. Well, technically, this is from the ocean. Exactly. Like, yeah. this is a gift <laughs> from the world. You know. Uh, Pandit made several more trips to the island over the next 20 years before in 1991 finally making friendly contact with some of the locals. He distributed coconuts and a few of the natives came aboard his ship and like a good anthropologist he friendly con uh, contacted <laughs> the Indian government uh, prevented any future contact from outsiders in fear that they would introduce harmful germs into the environment. So he left them alone after that, after the one friendly contact. And it seems to be all you really need to do is just make friendly contact and then stop going to the island after that. 
Like, right, yes, leave so, on yeah. a good note. Yeah, like I think he, that's what he was just trying to do. That like that was his mission after twenty years of constantly going to them, being seen with arrows. And like them. I can die happy now. Yeah, it's like I'll I'll get them to like me. You wait. Yeah. This is nobody the does it not like me. Right. Everybody likes yeah, me. Right. What kind of mission was this guy on? <laughs> you gotta love yourself first. <laughs> so in two thousand four. They sent helicopters to inspect the island after a huge tsunami hit, fearing that the natives may not have survived, but found that they were still alive and kicking and throwing spears and arrows at the helicopters. Look at them go. (laughs) Doing them. Yep. Classic. Classic sentinels. I told you, brothers! (laughs) I told you they would return! Uh, after and uh, two years later, two drunk fishermen were sent adrift when their makeshift anchor of a rock on a rope snapped, bringing them to the shore of the island. They too were quickly killed and buried in shallow graves on the shore. Aww. Rescue attempts of their bodies were made by helicopters, but the helicopters were turned away as natives attacked them with spears and arrows. Like, look, you think we're going to run out of these spirits? We keep making them. This is all we do. There is not a lot going on. All day. Every day. Moment I wake up, moment I sleep. Spear making. Bringing us to November 2018. John Chow paid a fisherman $400 to take him to the island. Uh, was he like a social media person? He was like, oh, this will be great for my social medias. Oh, God. No, no, Go no, to no. this island that no one has been on. I mean, it might be if he's like trying to be the social media presence of Christ, you know, okay. of missionary work. He might be, one, I want to be the most famous missionary, Mother Teresa-esque missionary style. For this one last bastion of non-Christianity. Yeah, exactly. They have not heard the good word. Exactly. <laughs> Have you heard the good news? Hi. <laughs> Have you heard the word of Christ? <laughs> Armed with spear, my, arrow, 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 <laughs> spear, spear, spear. My missionary is very queer. <laughs> <laughs> so he was armed with scissors, safety pins, a GoPro, and gifts of fish, soccer balls, and a Bible. You Serving forgot- you fish. <laughs> <laughs> Without the love of God. I brought some balls and some fish. <laughs> he came to the island with his canoe in tow and was quickly met with an arrow fired by a small boy, which would have killed him had it not hit his Bible. Oh. See? He, he always keeps the Bible over the heart, uh, yeah, I take yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> in his breast pocket on the left hand side he always. always carries it like this Yeah, right. <laughs> so he quickly swam back to his canoe and escaped only to attempt again the very next night mm. he told the fisherman to take his writings back to his friend Alex on the mainland and that he would not return until he had successfully introduced the word of God to the islanders he jumped into the water and swam to the island in the dead of night and has not been seen since. Wow. 
Not a whole lot of mystery on this one, Ralph. <laughs> right? So he's gone in, infiltrated the, the town, the city, the church. He's now got a whole community. Like, Are there any steeples on the Google Maps of the island? Uh, has anyone erected a rectory? <laughs> Is there a choir? Is anybody hearing noises from the other nearby islands? So, he's he's on gemstone with the whole island. Yeah, right? <laughs> is, is it like the Righteous Gemstones on HBO? Starring <laughs> Walton Goggins, John Goodman, and Danny McBride? <laughs> it's a lot like that. <laughs> it's heavily covered in forest, so we really don't know, you know, what is built there. Yeah. Um, you know, if he managed to... He might still be trying to get these people to eat the body of Christ on this island, for all we know. Yeah. Oh, they ate the body, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We have no evidence whatsoever of these people being cannibals. So, None yeah. whatsoever. It's just... And they, we've seen them actually bury bodies because yeah. we know these two fishermen were buried in shallow graves on the island. But isn't so this that is... also how you cook a pig? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you're making it in one of those big sand ovens. Oh. But I doubt <laughs> I doubt very much that that's the case. No one reported a sweet smell right. coming, yeah. or like a roasting smell. <laughs> I mean, that roasting like smell would have to carry <laughs> for 30 miles. <laughs> well, well, when they were like burying stuff, nobody was like, look at them cooking the pig that yes, they gave yes. them. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would notice if they were wrapping it in banana leaves and putting <laughs> it over charcoal and then burying it. Right. <laughs> When that dude first got there and, like, walked around and saw the, like, abandoned village, what was their housing like? Like, was it, like, just teepee-type situation? Was it, like... It was, like... huts? Was it, it, it was, like, grass huts. Like, okay. big grass domes. Like, where you see, like, reeds and yeah. you see a bunch of, like, like thatched... Palm like fronds almost. And, yeah. Okay. yeah. You can, like, uh, there's... Definitely, you can see images of them online. I don't have them today. Why, why didn't you get any <laughs> images, Rob? Usually, Slack they were on top of Yeah, Rob. So work. Jeez, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to quit that job. If you're, <laughs> podcast, Rob. If you're not going to bring 100 to the podcast, that job's not going to work out anymore. Yeah, but my <laughs> boss is so nice, and he's drop-dead gorgeous. You guys so. have a thing going on? Yeah. Rob. Uh, we've seen each other naked. <laughs> <laughs> He's had to give an HJ one. <laughs> but we both enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a real win-win. Rob is his own boss. <laughs> just, just in case anyone's not clear <laughs> on the jokes that we're making here. <laughs> um, so what's the big question over all of this? What happened to Jonathan Cho? Uh, there's a couple mysteries in here. Where did these people come from if they really did migrate from Africa? How the hell did they get there 60,000 yeah. years ago? And with a population large enough to have yeah. genetic diversity. and They well, think their population... genetic diversity there is. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, and we estimate their population could be anywhere between 50 and 500. Okay. We have no real idea because we've never really done a census. I, my, yeah, obviously... <laughs> Hi, you're here from the census. Oh my god, that's an arrow in my leg. Huh. <laughs> it's a lot like the many 500 more arrows. We'll say that's about 500 people living here. Well, I gotta say, it's still better than doing the census in Alabama. Nah. 
Get off my porch. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, so what other questions? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, how do they get there? Um, and we weren't able to find out any information on this last friendly meeting. We have, I, I think they've, yeah, they've got film footage of them, like, giving them coconuts and uh, them liking the coconuts because coconuts don't actually grow on the island. What so, do they eat? Do we know? Yeah, I don't know. Is there, like, fruit trees, or are there fruit trees on the island? I do not know that. Huh. I just know that coconuts do not grow on the island, so yeah. they were jazzed when those came. I mean, seriously, though, that's, like, such a tropical state. I got to assume it? it's fish. It's mostly fish-based. Well, yeah, you said it was completely surrounded by I tropical think. reefs, yeah. so, yeah. Huh. And if they have arrows, then they can spear big fish and stuff like that. Yeah. Still, though, tough existence, no matter the way, no matter how you look at it. I mean, it depends. You know, like, they don't have to worry about a lot of the stuff that we have to worry about of, like, being, like, a social cog, you know, in the mission. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's just more of a basic existence. Like, they or, like, are... dealing with things like government right. or, yeah, like, the existential dread of politics. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're not sure. having... I mean, that's, they're in the most ideal of population sizes, really. Yeah, and I imagine that they got enough food that no one's, like, really tripping on the food. Like, yeah, you make a couple spears and arrows a day. You frolic around in the waters and catch some fish. Yeah, they're... You hope. I mean, unless there's a storm and nobody eats for two months. Yeah, they that's... are, like, super primitive in that they, like, they almost have no clothes. I think they just have coverings of their genitals. My clothes just get but that's it. Rob. <laughs> it's just, and it's, like, the most basic, like, type of, like, uh, leaf yeah. garment you could make out there. So that's, that's how they live, you know? They're just, they, all they know is this island. They never travel outside of it. And they've been surviving like this for 60,000 years. I mean, clearly they like it enough to the point where they don't want us coming in and changing it. Like, clearly they've seen helicopters fly over, planes fly over. Like, they know technology is out there and people are living a crazier life, but they're good. But or they just don't understand it and they think that there's, like, a flying beast in the air above them. I feel like they've had enough contact with people and, like, seen their things and, you know, this... <laughs> Sure. For them to have some idea and for them to be like, we're not about it. I'm sure these kids even came back and were like, they They're took us awful. to a crazy place. Yeah, like... They showed us the worst play. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be like uh, Moana's Island, you know, where it's just no one Paradise. ever leaves. You know? They oh just, my God, they're that they musical, were like, do you think? They could Because they, <laughs> they were sailing at one point 60,000 years ago and then they stopped and now we got to assume they don't want to leave the island right it's a good island it's got the resources <laughs> yeah. they need yeah and no one <laughs> leaves so in that case it sounds i mean i often watch moana and i'm like i i want to live there yeah <laughs> well until there's no more food you know that yeah was, that was why the they dark then you just have your princess savior you're fine <laughs> her and her chicken ally will go out there and... yeah as soon as food was scarce i'd be like we gotta get off this island yeah. <laughs> i'm hungry today well, no, it hasn't been a thing for centuries rob yeah huh. um also there's the there is some mystery 
whether John Chow survived and he's on the island. Maybe he's like deep undercover, like a, like a, what's that, Jane Goodall? Just studying the people. He's just like in a full ghillie suit, like in the bushes. Yeah. Like, taking notes on. Yeah. What made him have such a resolve that he was willing to go there totally alone? Did well, he have a, like a. It is breaking the law to go to this island. The Indian government, you know, said, like, you can't even travel within three miles of the island. Like, we're wow. tired of people getting speared. Yeah, seriously. Well, that and, you know, it's like a, a preserve. Uh, you don't want to, like, bring the germs over there and mm-hmm. kill the entire island. And so for your safety and theirs, just, you know, stay back. Yeah, socially distance yourself. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Unless you bring gifts. <laughs> Unless you bring <laughs> gifts. Huh. Yeah, but, you know, he was probably most likely either drowned swimming to the island or was promptly killed as soon as he got to the island. Yeah, I imagine there's uh, some sharkies and stuff swimming around those reefs, especially at night. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But the fact that he said he would not return until he had brought... Maybe he's just still there like, guys, can I can I please... <laughs> can this be the year you listen like, to uh, me already with this? Again, Jonathan. <laughs> he keeps going to the same huts every day. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Do you want to kill this guy? I mean, we kind of have to, right? <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> I do have a spear just lying around. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, it does. There's a pattern here of any time someone shows up, of getting yeah, exactly. speared and buried in a shallow grave. Exactly. Just showing up unannounced, you know. Like I don't, yeah. I get it. It's like yeah, people only survive when there's a team, yeah. you know. And even then, not every time. Apparently, the first uh, arrow that was shot at him that hit his Bible was fired by just a little boy. Yeah. Like even the kids are Good like shot. trying. Fucking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they kidnapped two. They have probably ancient stories of that. Your great, great, great grandmother was kidnapped and that's how she died. Yeah, exactly. They never, they never her brought away. her back. Yeah, seriously. There's nothing else going on. That would become part of their legend. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. No question. That and, like, probably a story of an octopus that formed the world or something. (laughs) And the one story of the guy who kept showing up for 20 years and eventually we stopped trying to kill him and he gave us coconuts. Yeah, right. That that guy was pretty chill. (laughs) That that guy was all right, but he really put the time and effort. Right. We We tried to kill him many times. He was just tenacious as fuck. (laughs) In the end, we named him Awesome Dudus Maximus. (laughs) Am I high, or did you at the beginning... Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I smoked that entire blunt. But at the beginning, did you say that this was the last stronghold of Satan? That's what he said, that John Chow thought it was the last stronghold of Satan. As in, these people are the last people yeah. that have not been reached by the Christian word. Yeah. So that these so people... So that's why his resolve was so... Satan's exactly. last stronghold on earth. Even though my understanding, <clears throat> and forgive me if this is totally off from your interpretation of the Bible, my understanding was that there is a degree of innocence that allows you in to the kingdom of heaven or whatever, if you are to be judged by whatever heavenly body that exists sure. above us, if there is one. 
The idea being that if a baby gets... Right, because you're not born with sin. Exactly. Like, I mean... I I mean, you got to baptize them immediately, right? I thought any unbaptized babies, they go on to... It depends on your interpretation. I think a lot of people do think, and that's why you have your first christening or whatever. But, you know, my understanding, again, was that you... If you can't understand the concept of taking on the life of Christ or whatever you want to call that, then you're okay. But yeah, so, but that's... What's the point of missionaries? That's the... <laughs> exactly. Like, I, mean, I mean, there's also definitely things in the Bible that say you should go out and preach the word of God and well, everything. Well, also, they, 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 eventually that baby starts committing sin, and you got to teach them. <laughs> eventually, but yeah, it's not a baby anymore. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He's saving all the adult people, so it doesn't matter whether or not... Well, what I'm saying is... They have the innocence of a baby. Exactly. They have the innocence of not knowing Christ. So the world of Christ, if you will, and this is very Christian, what we're talking about here, has not reached the island. So their ignorance is you, forgiven, essentially. You still have to live, you know, with the... The morals. Yeah, the moral. If you commit you, sins daily and you don't know that it's bad in the eyes of God, you're still, you're still a sinner and you're still going to probably really? go to hell. I would think so. I think I, I think ignorance is not the case. I mean, if you've never heard that you shouldn't pick your nose and you pick your nose, you're ignorant of that. Like I think you're innocent. But at you that still point. committed. The yeah, acts. you still com- You still murdered somebody. It doesn't matter. You know. Well, no one told me that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because you're murdering people left and right, nobody told me about yeah. God. I don't know. There's some there's something to what I'm saying. For sure, sure, sure. I mean, it, you would hope that just being a cool guy will get you into heaven, but in the eyes of many, and including John Chow, I'm sure that's not the case. You gotta live by these commandments. In well, order that's to get the problem. In. Who's to say what those commandments are? Who's to, and like I don't want to get an God argument is. with you here. <laughs> <laughs> Moses which God which God which I, I'm no, you're talking to an atheist I'm just saying what John Chow is thinking the history of the voice of John Chow right? and what yeah. I'm saying is John Chow to my understanding was incorrect because the absence of God is not the presence of Satan he's saying because the Christian word hasn't reached these people in this tiny little isolated that it's the last bastion of Satan in the world Right, like, I think that is bullshit. Wouldn't it be more important to go to people who like are preaching opposite of like that would be more of like a uh, a Satan thing or and more noble, right? Against the cause. Oh, these people are directly going against the word of God or whatever. Right. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Totally. Sure. I mean, they're still doing missionary fucking things in. Areas where they really, they've already been. They've already been everywhere. They still keep going to all these everywheres that they've already been. Yeah, so. still people to convert. Yeah. <laughs> right here in, yeah. you know, even in the Vatican. Yeah, even <laughs> fucking here in the valley, they're coming to our oh, yeah. door asking us if we know anything about fucking religion. Too much. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> they still do it. I don't know why. It's not. It's not for me. I enjoy it. I, I mean, they're doing them. it for themselves. 
they're doing it. They're they're trying to, to spread the word of God so they get like I don't know a better place in heaven. Is there like <laughs> an upper tier? Is there a penthouse suite in heaven? Oh yeah, it's definitely tiers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I how mean, fluffy is that cloud? Gonna they be? just think that's part of the. You know, the dictum, part of the deal, part of the... So, like, you just, you spread this word of God. I mean, so, they're converting people, but does everybody have to be, like, as pious as they are? I mean... Like, do you have to fucking start spreading the word? Can't you just believe it? And, like, if you just believe it, but don't, like, actively start preaching it, do Honestly, you not get into it? asking a... religious questions. The most wrong important people. time <laughs> in the kid's life is his mission. <laughs> a time to go out and heal the world. That's my mission. Yeah, yeah. they feel called upon. Exactly. Good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if you know on our Twitch... Oh, I know. Stream. <laughs> I don't even know. I hope we're streaming. Oh, this guy. We are. We are. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I like to think or imagine is that uh, one of the ancient alien gods, like an Anunnaki, is living on this island. And he is like... Uh, for people who follow Anunnaki, he's a- <laughs> <laughs> those that are in the know. Tristan talked about Anunnaki <laughs> last week, and they are the gods before the gods. Yeah, they will. basically create humans, and one yes. of them. They are the Kronos to the Zeus, if you will. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> one of them likes uh, nature and stuff, and he created Eden, and he basically doesn't like humans because they fuck shit up. So he came to this island a long time ago and was like. You, you guys are chill. You guys right now aren't fucking shit up. I'm going to keep you guys chill and safe, teach you how to make all the spears and arrows you could possibly need. You won't need anything more. Right. <laughs> you won't need anything more. <laughs> and he's like, you don't need to be part of any of that. Just tell everybody to F off. And they've been chilling ever since. Yeah. They're making Moana songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now for some outro thoughts with High Mystery. It's not an outro haiku? No. Oh, <laughs> I thought they were so easy to write, Rob. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, not everybody wants you at their party. Oh. Sometimes you just have to read the room. If the room is trying to kill you, then maybe you should leave the party and have your own party instead. You'll find that parties are more fun when everybody vibes with your energy and no one is trying to kill one another. And above all, Gretchen, stop trying to make the word of God happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> As if I'm mystery, I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. Bye. Bye. What was I thinking about during that intro? What was the first line of that outro? Say it before you hit record. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.